number four. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. If you've got money to give, hang on to it. We'll do it at the end. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know what? I tell you, I, I was texting with Brother Brandon earlier today. Amen. I told him, you know what? I'm pumped for church tonight. Amen. You know what? We had the devil step in, try to stop some stuff this morning. I'll tell you what, when the devil does to goes to that kind of extreme, that means God's about to do something big. Amen. I'll tell you what, I'm not going to give in to the devil tonight. I'm not going to give in to his little interruptions or his distractions. But I'm going to let God have his way. I'm going to let God forget all that garbage that happened before. And let's just let God loose. Let God have his way tonight. Hallelujah. The devil would love to stop what God has for us tonight. But it's time to forget about it and just let loose tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. He can try to interrupt if he wants to. But I'm telling you what, the devil cannot stop a move of God. For greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. I tell you, when God wants to move, just jump on board and let him have his way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Mm. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Mm. Praise God, praise God. Amen, amen. Woo! Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Mm. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody asked me if I was scared this morning. You know what? I'm not intimidated by the devil. Amen. Bible says that we beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. He said he's given us power over all the power of the enemy. We don't have to be intimidated when somebody comes in trying to stir some garbage up because of demonic spirits. We don't have to give in to that nonsense. We've got power in the name of Jesus Christ. We have power in the blood of Jesus Christ. We don't have to worry about some demon coming in here. We've got more power than they could ever dream of. Hallelujah, I'll tell you what. They believe there's one God and they tremble. Why do they tremble? Because they're scared of him. I'll tell you what, he didn't have to get a legion of angels to throw those ones out of heaven. He just gave them the boot and they fell like lightning. Hallelujah, they ain't got no more right to be in here than they did to be up there. We've got the power. We've got the power. We've got the power. Hallelujah. Mm. I believe with everything in me tonight that God wants to do something special in this place tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I know we've been praying a lot for Africa and we're going to keep doing it, but I believe that God has something special for here, right now, tonight. Hallelujah. Mm. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. I believe they've everything in me tonight that there are folks in this house tonight that need a miracle. Amen. And we've got the miracle giver in the house. Amen. I believe that he will confirm his word with signs following. And I believe tonight there's going to be a miracle done in this house. Hallelujah. I tell you what, I feel, don't doubt on me now. Let me tell you something. God wants to do it. It's not about us. It's about the power of God and what he desires to do in this place tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Praise God. We stood in a hospital room this afternoon as a lady described a miracle she received in this place about a year ago. Heard about it this morning. My old eyes were swelled up. She said it was like the red just began to move away as her eyes opened and she goes led in and she walked out. I'm telling you, it may not be somebody's eyes tonight, but you may have walked in here with something, but you can walk out here without it because the miracle worker and the miracle giver is in this place tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I don't know how long we're going to go tonight. Amen. Second Kings chapter four, verse number eight. And it fell on a day that Elisha passed to Shunem, where was a great woman and she constrained him to eat bread. And so it was that as oft as he passed by, he turned in thither to eat bread. And she said unto her husband, Behold, now I perceive that this is an holy man of God, which passeth by us continually. Let us make a little chamber, I pray thee, on the wall, and let us set for him there a bed and a table and a stool and a candlestick. And it shall be when he cometh to us that he shall turn in thither. And it fell on a day that he came thither, and he turned into the chamber and lay there. And he said to Gehazi, his servant, call this Shunammite. And when he had called her, she stood before him. And he said unto him, say now unto her, behold, thou hast been careful for us with all this care. What is to be done for thee? Wouldest thou be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the host? And she answered, I dwell among mine own people. And he said, what then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, verily she hath no child, and her husband is old. And he said, call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the door. And he said, about this season, according to the time of life, thou shalt embrace a son. And she said, nay, my Lord, thou man of God, do not lie unto thine handmaid. And the woman conceived and bare a son at that season that Elisha had said unto her, according to the time of life. Praise God. For a little bit tonight, I want to speak on the subject, making room for a miracle. Making room for a miracle. Amen. Lift your hands. Ask God to have his way in this house tonight. Lord, have your way in this place, God. We want to feel your touch, God. God, we want your perfect will to be done in this house tonight, Lord. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. 
Amen. You can be seated if you want. If you want to stand, I don't care. Amen. We read here about this Shunammite woman. Amen. Who called the prophet aside when he would pass by. And there she would prefer food for him and feed the man of God. And therefore he would always stop by there because it was a nice place for him to stop. And uh, and one day she, she looked at her husband. She said, you know what? Uh, this is a man that no doubt is troubled. I, let me just use some creative license tonight. But this is a man that carries a burden. This is a man that carries a load. Let's make a room for him here where he can stop by and find some rest. Uh, let's make a room for him, a little place uh, that he can have to himself uh, and find rest here. And so they built this little room in their house. Uh, I'll tell you what, they didn't have probably a very big house, uh, but they took some room out of their house uh, to make room for the man of God in their life. Hallelujah. They took some time out of their life. They took a little convenience out of their life to make a resting place for the man of God. A place where the man of God could find comfort. Hallelujah. And so the time came that Elisha passed by. And uh, as he stopped in there thinking he would get some bread, uh, he found a resting place there. And he, he went into the chamber, laid down upon the bed. Uh, and there the man of God found some rest. Uh, and so he calls Gehazi. And he said, what should we do for her? What is to be done for her? What does she want? You see, it's human nature that when somebody does something nice for us, uh, we just take for granted they want something. Amen. He said, what is to be done for us? We speak to the captain of the host. So she wants some great man uh, to come by. She said, no, uh, I dwell among my own people. I'm happy where I'm at. I'm content where I'm at. And Gehazi said, there is something she wants. Uh, her husband is old uh, and she has no child. Uh, she would like to have a child. And so Elisha called for her and said, at a certain season, thou shalt embrace a son. Uh, she said, hey, hold on a minute. Don't lie to me. That's the one thing that I really want. That's what I really desire. Don't lie to me, man of God. Amen. As the time came, uh, she conceived and brought forth a son. Uh, and she held him at that season that Elisha said. Uh, she thought she was making uh, a room in her house for the men of God. Uh, but what she did not know, uh, she was making room uh, for a miracle. She was making room uh, where God could work in her life. Uh, she was making room uh, for the thing she wanted the most. Hallelujah. The one thing she desired above all else, she thought it was impossible, but because she took time out of her life for the man of God, she made that inconvenient place for the man of God. She got her miracle. She made room for a miracle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey man, that son was born. Hey man, what a delight he was to his parents. He went out with his father to work one day out in the field. And he began to say, my head, my head. So his father got a servant to take him to his mother. And there she held him on her lap. And presently, about the time of noon, her miracle died. In 2 Kings chapter 4 and verse 21, 
It says, and she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God and shut the door upon him and went out. She went back into that room. She said, you know what? The first time I made this room, I got a miracle. This is the man of God's room. And so with her dead son in her arms, she walks into that room and laid him down on the bed of the man of God. She called unto her husband, verse 22, and said, send me, I pray thee, one of the young men and one of the asses, that I may run to the man of God and come again. And he said, wherefore wilt thou go to him today? It is neither new moon nor Sabbath. Those were two worship days. She said, it shall be well. Huh? I just laid my son dead on the bed of the man of God, but it shall be well. It isn't right now, but it shall be. Then she saddled an ass and said to her servant, Drive and go forward. Slack not thy riding for me except I bid thee. She said, you know what? Get me there. I don't care how rough the ride is. I don't care about nothing. Just get me to the man of God. So she went and came unto the man of God to Mount Carmel. And it came to pass when the man of God saw her afar off. that He said to Gehazi, his servant, Behold. Yonder is that Shunammite. Run now, I pray thee, to meet her and say unto her, Is it well with thee? Is it well with thy husband? Is it well with the child? And she answered, It is well. Just a few moments before, she said, It shall be well. It's going to be all right. Now she says, It is well. And she gets into the presence of Elisha and she falls down and grabs his feet. Said, did I not say, don't lie to me. Gehazi stepped forward to push her away. Elisha said, hold on a minute. She's troubled. There's something going on and God had hid it from me. He said, I don't know what's going on here. But it's obvious there's something going on here. And she told him what had happened. And so he sent Gehazi. He said, I want you to run straight to their house. I want you to take my staff, touch the face of the child, and come back and tell me what happened. And when he got there and touched the face of the child, nothing happened. And so Elisha went on a journey in verse 32. When Elisha was coming to the house, behold, the child was dead and laid upon his bed. He went in, therefore, and shut the door upon them twain and prayed unto the Lord. He went up and lay upon the child and put his mouth upon his mouth, his eyes upon his eyes and his hands upon his hands. And he stretched himself upon the child and the flesh of the child waxed warm. Then he returned and walked in the house to and fro and went up and stretched himself upon him and the child sneezed seven times and the child opened his eyes and he called Gehazi and said, call this Shunammite. So he called her and when she was coming unto him, he said, take up thy son. Then she went in and fell at his feet, bowed herself to the ground, took up her son and went out. This miracle that she wanted forever, that she made room for died, but she took him back into that room again and she said, it's gonna be all right. It's Tell me well. I'm going to the man of God. I'm going to the one that got this miracle in the first place. I'm going back and it's going to be all right. Hallelujah. Amen. When he got there, there he was dead and he began to pray and God put life back into the miracle. 
Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. Had she never made room in her life for the man of God, she would have never seen her miracle and she would have never seen it come back to life again. But she was willing to make room. I'll tell you what, I feel this in the Holy Ghost right now. I'll tell you what, Pastor Riggin has asked for us to make room in our life for Africa. And because we're willing to make room, I believe that God is going to give a miracle right here. Hallelujah. If you make room in your life for the man of God, if you make room in your life for his burden, there's no telling what God's going to do right here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. We gave of ourselves on Thursday night uh, picking up a burden. Uh, and I believe tonight uh, we're feeling the effect. Uh, we're feeling that strength. Uh, we're feeling that power. Uh, and we're going to see a miracle happen uh, because we made room for God to work. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm telling you, I'm excited. I'm excited right now. Amen, I'm excited because I believe with everything in me that God wants to do something tonight. Not next week, not next month, not Sunday night next week, not their life tonight. He's waiting for somebody who's willing to make room in their life. Waiting for somebody who wants to make room for a miracle. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If we go back to the very beginning of 2 Kings chapter 4, verse number 1. It says, now there cried a certain woman of the wives, the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead. And thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord. The creditor is come. Take unto him my two sons to be bondmen. That's a dire situation, folks. Her husband was a man of God who loved God. He feared God. But unfortunately, when he died... He owed some money. And so they didn't have the money to pay. Therefore, she, they were going to come and take her two boys to be bondmen. Somebody came to my house and said, your children are coming to be bond people. I'd say, you know what? You have to kill me first. Hey, man. Elijah said, what am I going to do for you? What can I do? What do you have? She said, I've got nothing. Except a pot of oil. He said, okay. Go borrow. Verse number three. Go borrow the vessels abroad of all my neighbors. Even empty vessels borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee, upon thy sons, and shalt pour out into all those vessels. Thou shalt set aside that which is full. 
So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons who brought the vessels to her, and she poured out. It came to pass when the vessels were full that she said unto her son, Bring me yet a vessel. He said unto her, There is not a vessel more. And the oil stayed. She came and told the man of God, and he said, Go sell the oil, pay thy debt. Live thou and thy children of the rest. This woman had a dire need. The man of God said, Go and borrow vessels. Don't borrow a few. Borrow as many as you can find. And then pour that oil into them vessels. And as they brought her a vessel, she poured. When it was full, the next one she poured. Until she said, bring me another. And they said, there are no more. And the oil stayed. I would present to you tonight that the only thing that limited her miracle was how much room she made for it. The only thing that limited her miracle was how much room she made. As long as there were empty vessels, that oil kept pouring out. And when the last one was full, that's when the oil stayed. Let me tell you something. If we go home without a miracle tonight, it's because we didn't make enough room for it. We didn't get enough empty vessels uh, for the oil to pour out into. Uh, but I'm telling you, you'll make room tonight. Uh, if you go get those vessels uh, and let that oil be poured out, uh, I'm telling you, God wants to do something. How much room are you willing to make? How much effort are you willing to make to see your miracle happen? Hallelujah. How much room are we going to make tonight? How much room are we going to make? I'm going to be a little bit blunt right now. Hey, man, if you're harboring resentment and bitterness because your pastor has had a galling over to Africa and you're upset because he's not been here some of the time, you're not making room for a miracle. You're plugging your vessel up with something that's going to block your miracle. It's time to get behind your men of God. It's time to make room in your heart. Make room in your life. And get over your feelings. And get over your resentment. And let God have his way. You want the blessing of God? Get behind the man of God. You want your miracle to happen? Make room in your life. You want revival in Olathe? Get behind the man of God. Catch a vision of what he's got going over there. And I'm telling you, revival will happen here. But you've got to make room for that miracle. Don't listen to the doubters and the naysayers who say it's not gonna happen. 
Don't worry about the ones whispered in your ear saying it's never going to happen because your pastor's gone. Let me tell you something. It's going to happen if you'll make room for it. I understand it's a unique situation, but it's a situation that has unending potential, not only there, but right here. If we'll get behind it, if we'll help push, 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 push. Hallelujah, I talked the other day about needing an Abishai. I'm telling you, there needs somebody in the absence of the man of God when he's not right here. We've got to step up and push. We've got to step up and give that extra effort, making that extra room that God can work. We found out this morning the kind of stuff that can happen when the pastor's not here. I'm telling you what, we better be prayed up that we can deal with it. You better be prayed up because the devils in hell are fighting with everything they've got because they know what's fixing to happen. You better make some room and get behind, get behind the man of God. Mark chapter 9, skipping ahead, Brother Wisdom, verse 22. Hey, man, this was a man that was in dire need. I felt it was appropriate today to tell this story. This man had a son who was possessed of devils. He would oftentimes throw himself into the fire. Verse 22, oftentimes they'd have cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything... Have compassion on us and help us. This man said, I need your help, God. I need your help, Jesus. Have compassion on me. Every time we pass by the water, I've got to make sure he's right within grasp. Every time we walk by the fire, I've got to wonder if he's going to cast himself in. Help us. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. If thou canst believe. If. That's a big word. If. If. And I love this man's answer. And straightway, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thou mine unbelief. I know that you can do it, but I've dealt with it so long. Help. My unbelief. 
when Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him, enter no more into him. And the spirit cried and rent him sore and came out of him. And he was as one dead, insomuch that many said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. Hallelujah. In making room for a miracle, the one thing that can clog us up for making room is unbelief. Oh, we've prayed so many times before. (laughs) So many times before we thought the miracle was coming. So many times we thought it was here. But yet still, I've got to watch him by the water. And I've got to watch him by the fire. Have compassion on me and help me. If, if thou canst believe. If thou canst believe. If thou canst believe. All, all, that doesn't leave anything out. All things are possible to him that believeth. When that angel came and talked to Mary, told her what was about to take place in her life, that she was about to find herself with child of the Holy Ghost. She's going to bear a son named Jesus. That angel said to her, your cousin Elizabeth, whom was called barren, is also with child. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Are you willing tonight to make room for a miracle? There's old Bartimaeus sitting by the roadside. Oh, I know we tell this story a lot. But there's so much in it. There he is sitting there as he did every day. Begging alms of those that would pass by. Completely dependent on the goodwill of others. The charity of others. Could do nothing to make a living for himself. He heard a commotion. And he said to those sitting by him, "What, what meaneth this? What is this noise that's They said, well, this is Jesus. Jesus. I've heard stories about him. 
about those that he's touched, those that he's healed. And something rose up in Bartimaeus. And he said, Jesus, the son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, the son of David, have mercy on me. Those sitting around him, they said, hold your peace. Sit there. Be quiet. We've sat here many times before together. You came here blind, buddy. You're going to leave. We've just been here before. Just, you're hurting my ears. You're bugging me. Just hold your peace. Don't cry out. Don't make room. Don't do what it takes to get your miracle. Just sit there and be content in your condition. Just sit there and be satisfied with what you've got. Sit there and be satisfied and go home the same way you came. But something rose up in him. He said, ah, no way. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. He gave it, I believe he gave it everything he had. He yelled as loud as he could yell. He poured it out. He had to get Jesus' attention. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know how many times he yelled, but I believe he poured everything he had out because he got the attention of Jesus. And Jesus stopped in the way and bid him to come. Bartimaeus, when he stood up, he cast his cloak off of him. He didn't want nothing that would hinder him. He didn't want nothing that could stop him. He didn't want nothing that might trip him up because he had to get to Jesus. There's somebody today, you need to cast off that cloak. Don't worry about who's around you. Don't worry about who's looking at you. Don't worry about what they're saying. Get that cloak off because I've got to get to him. I've got to make room for him. I've got to get to him. I can't go home the way I came. I'm tired of living like this. I'm tired of my condition. I've got to get to him. I've got to make room. I've got to push some things aside and make room for him because I need him. When he got to him, Jesus said, what do you want? He said, Lord, that I might receive my sight. Jesus said, go. Your faith hath made thee whole. And immediately, not the next day, not the next week, immediately his sight came to him. Brother Merriman, I believe tonight that God wants to do something just like that in this place. 
Hallelujah. Do we have somebody with the spirit of Bartimaeus that said, I won't be denied. I'm going to make some room. I'll cast my cloak off. I'll do what I've got to do because I want to get to him. I want to see my miracle. I'll make room. I'll make room. I'll get the doubt out of my heart. I'll push the unbelief aside because I know that all things are possible to him that believeth. What is your need today? What is your miracle? Oh, I've prayed about it before. Well, honey, tonight's the night that you need to cast your cloak off and make room. Today's the day when you gotta cry out for mercy, cry out for compassion, and say, help me, help me. I don't want to go home the same way I came. I don't want to go home feeling like I failed when I got here. I need a miracle. I need a miracle. Is there anybody tonight who's willing to make a room in your life? That's willing to take out that place? A little inconvenient maybe, but I'm gonna make room tonight because I need my miracle! Is there anybody willing to run to him tonight? Is there anybody willing to press your way through that crowd to touch the hem of his garment? Is there anybody tonight who's willing to throw your hands in the air and cry out, have compassion on me, help me, help me, Jesus, help me, help me. I'm going to cast off my cloak. I'm going to cast it off. I'm going to make room. I'm going to make room for a miracle.
Hallelujah. Come on, let's bind together. Let's believe right now that God's going to do it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, that miracle's just ahead. Let's press our way through. Let's push our way through. Let's get our miracle. Let's get our miracle right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.